Hi, hello and welcome to the Color Limes and Lemons Club podcast, the podcast to inspire your journey as a creative and share insight into building a creative business. My name is Yasha and today I will be talking with Liz Mosley, a graphic designer with over 15 years of experience. Liz specializes in creating creative branding for small business owners. She has a podcast called Building Your Brand, which you should absolutely go and check out, and also offers courses to show people how to create their own branding. In today's episode, we talk about the meaning and the benefit of having a good branding strategy, the elements that go into it, and lessons that she has learned during her creative career. Liz shares some incredibly valuable and inspiring nuggets of knowledge and inspiration. So without further ado, let's get right into the interview. Maybe you can introduce yourself. Just give us a brief roundup for those people that don't know you, who you are and what you do and why you do what you do. Yeah, sure. Well, so as you said, my name is Liz Mosley and I have been a graphic designer, I think for like I lose count to be honest, but over 15 years and started off working for other people. So in agencies, in the house. And then when I had kids decided to take the leap and be self-employed. At the time, I also had a stationary business where I was like designing my own stationery. And I think that and being part of that world, that sort of like small business maker community, it really gave me like a passion for working with that group of people in particular. So now that I sort of exclusively focus on well, not exclusively because I do do other things as well, but I mainly focus on my design services. So branding for small businesses. That's why that sort of like target audience is the one that I chose because I just felt really inspired being part of it and also really enjoyed working with those sort of businesses. But as you mentioned, I've also got a podcast. It's called Building Your Brand, which is sort of kind of like a passion. I guess technically it is marketing for my business, but it's really a passion project and I just really enjoy doing it. And that has, yeah, that's led to some amazing opportunities, but has just been incredible for, yeah, chatting to different business owners, different creatives, learning from lots of different people. And then I also host a couple of courses. So again, I guess because my target audience is small businesses, not all of them can necessarily afford to outsource their branding, maybe like right at the beginning or, you know, whatever stage of business they're at. So I created some courses to help them do bits of it on their own, basically. Yeah, super, super cool. Maybe to pick everyone up so that we're all like on the same page, could you define what branding is like in a nutshell yeah sure i think i think this one's always a little bit of a tricky one because if you google it online everyone's kind of got a slightly different interpretation mm. of what it is but it's basically how people perceive your business so often people think of branding as the visual element of branding and that is a huge i mean that's a huge component of it and that's the bit that i focus on but there's so much more to it you know it's like how that your messaging your pricing you know your customer service emails all of those things come together to build a picture of your brand, like when people interact with it. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. It's basically just every touch point that someone would interact with your business and how they how they perceive your business. Hmm, that makes a lot of sense. And I think it's so, so crucial also to think of it in this big picture, because it is all these little things that kind of come together to create the whole image. Hmm. What would you say are the main benefits of having like a solid brand, branding foundation? What do you think it gives small business owners in particular? Oh, that's such a good question. I think, I mean, so one of the things that I think people don't realize is whether you intentionally create 
a brand or not. If you have a business or even if you are just making money yourself personally. So some people would have like a personal brand, say if you were an influencer, if you are doing that, you have a brand. The the question is like how strategic you've been with that brand and how or that branding and how sort of much thought you've put into it. Okay. So I think one of the benefits of having well thought through branding is firstly, the confidence that it gives you. So I think it really helps you to show up online, to market yourself effectively because you feel really confident about how your business looks. Um, Ultimately, like I, you know, there's sort of a, I don't know if this is sort of a UK thing, or if it's a common cliche, but you know, the sort of phrase, don't judge a book by its cover. Well, ultimately we are all doing that. And so when you see a business, you are making really quick judgments about whether you're interested in that business, whether it's relevant to you, whether you think it's trustworthy, reliable, you know, you're making all these assessments based on how it looks to start off with before you get to know it. So in that sense, if you've got your branding sorted, it can help communicate those things, you know, way quicker, way more effectively. So yeah, it gives you confidence in what you're promoting. I think the other thing is that it helps you attract the right customer or like client. You can definitely use your visual branding in particular, but your, your you know, all of it, your photography, your messaging, the whole thing, you can use that to draw in the right people and kind of repel the wrong people because you don't, not every, you don't want everybody, <laughs> like not everybody is your target audience. And it's actually helpful for you if you can sort of like we out the people that aren't for you before they kind of even get to getting in touch with you. So that's definitely another factor. I mean, ultimately it helps you to make more money because as I said, it brings the right people to you. The thing that I guess is the big impact of branding is that it helps a customer or client to choose your business over a competitor. And I think often like talking about it in that sense makes small businesses in particular feel uncomfortable because that's often what we like associate with big businesses, you know, big brands. But at the same time, it is the same for small businesses because, you know, we now have the opportunity to market ourselves online, on social media. You know, we can get our brands in front of a whole, you know, massive audience of people. But there's also lots of competition online. You know, there's going to be millions of people doing the same thing as you. And so it's just how do you differentiate your business from someone else's and let the right people know that they want to go with you rather than someone else? Yeah. Wow. I think that is so inspiring. I absolutely agree. The confidence is amazing. Mm. I I also love that you were comparing it to this judging a book by its cover, because I think there's so much truth in that. And you know, you always say like, don't judge a book by its cover, but like I do a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I I, yeah. I look at books and I look at the cover and then mm-hmm. I maybe turn it and read the back page. And so to get people to read the content that is in your book, it needs to attract mm-hmm. the right people. And that's, I think, super powerful that like the visual language of branding, but also, like you said, the more holistic thing of the values and the message and the personality also behind it is super, super valuable in 
differentiating <laughs> yourself <laughs> to everyone else um, mm. that is out there. And I think it's super cool that you have your course design your own branding. And I would Ooh. love to hear a little bit more about it. So what do you do in the course? What are kind of the steps to build your own branding that you cover in the course? Just like a rough rundown, what are the things that you cover? Yeah, sure. So it's actually just closed for enrollment now, but I usually run it sort of once a year. It's quite a long course. It's like 12 weeks long. And the whole idea of it is to walk people through the process of creating their own branding. Because I think if it's not something that you're used to doing, it can feel really overwhelming. Often designing for yourself, I definitely find this as a designer, designing for yourself can be really hard because you don't have a sort of client giving their feedback and you just end up overthinking things. So the whole, you know, another sort of factor of the course was like helping people not get too stuck in their head and, you know, that they're not having to do it on their own. And so basically it's a 12 week course and each week there's a different module sort of tackling a different area of the business's branding. So we sort of start off with kind of more strategic tasks. So working out brand values, you know, finding out about your target audience, what's your mission statement as a business. So those sort of like core foundational elements that then inform what your brand is going to look like so that you're not just designing something because it's on trend or it looks pretty, you know, like you're designing people, knowing who it is that you're trying to attract, knowing what you want to get across to them, you know, what values you want to get across, all that kind of thing. And then we go into like mood boarding. So trying to get a feel of the business, you know, we're working out color palettes, we're working out what fonts people are going to use, creating the logo. And then after that, it sort of gets more into like, like implementing. So like, what might it look like on your website? What, you know, how are you going to show up with this brand on social media? So creating templates. So it's really sort of thinking about the whole package, but, you know, breaking it down into manageable bite-sized chunks. Yeah. Super cool. I think that sounds so, so, so interesting and compelling. And it makes, I think it makes a lot of sense to people that feel like it's so much and they are super overwhelmed with it. Um, yeah super amazing because I mean I do know that it is a lot that's basically what I've been doing the past couple months building what I have on Instagram right now more into mm -hmm. a brand thing and I was also looking at values and at like what is the purpose behind it where do I want to go I think it's really really good to have some form of guidance whether that be just feedbacking you know with friends or mm. through something like a course and I think investing in your own skills to learn something like a course, like reading a book, it's super, super valuable. So, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. And I think you would sort of touch then on, you know, having friends that you can sort of chat to. I think that is really helpful as well, because often, you know, like as a bare minimum, you know, get yourself some small business buddies that you can just like WhatsApp and be like, oh, you know, what are the three words that spring to mind when you think of my brand? You know, like it's just helpful to get an outside perspective. One word of caution, though, is I um, I actually did a post about this the other day on Instagram because it was something that I was thinking about. You have to be careful about who you ask for advice because if you start asking everybody their opinion about your your branding or your business like you're just going to get yourself totally confused so pick sort of like one or two people that you really trust you know like they're not coming to it with their baggage you know all that kind of thing and yeah don't feel like you need to ask everyone's opinion about these things but it does help having that sort of support you know whether like you said whether it's a course whether it's some friends whether it's like a mentor or a coach I think that that does have a big impact. And it sounds like I, I'm excited to hear that you're sort of digging into, yeah, because you obviously you've like built this absolutely stunning, really beautiful Instagram, you know, like you've created your community there. And I think 
whatever stage of business you're at, at, it's always good to go back, go back to thinking about, okay, well, what are my values here? Like what's important to me? What, what am I trying to do? What am I trying to communicate? And I think even if you have been in, in business a while and maybe haven't given that much thought, you know, you can always dive in and think about it now. Mm, definitely. It's never too late to go back. No. And yeah. also I think it's so funny because it does change over time. Definitely. So yeah. my values, it might be that I set them now out to be tech, 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 tech. And then in half a year, I'll be like, yeah, this one isn't really matching anymore. So I, I think it's a really good thing to be constantly reflecting, like not constantly every day, but regularly mm. reflecting on where you are, where you want to go, why you want to go there and and readjusting. It's not like a once and done thing. I think often that's a mistake people make is thinking that once they've sort of established everything, that's it. They won't ever have to think about it again. But like my advice would be, especially with things like brand values, as you were just talking about, that you sort of check in with them like at a minimum once a year, but you know, maybe every six months because things do change, you know, and, you know, we've sort of seen this with all like global events, like pandemics and things, you know, people have had to like pivot their businesses. They've had to rethink, you know, they've maybe had to change their target audience, like people's needs have changed. And so sometimes you have to change your business to react to what's going on. And then, so your values might have to change slightly. Often your core values are going to stay the same because it's a lot of it is like to do with who you are as a person. But, you know, yeah, it's definitely worth sort of checking in with regularly. Definitely. I think it's also it really applies to artists and to people on social media and the content creation bubble in general Mm -hmm. that have like more of a personal brand because... Like, like you said, you know, the, the values, I mean, the core values, I would also agree. They stay the same, but, you know, as people grow, values also kind of move in different directions. And I would never say they completely change, but like they just find different little nukes kind of fit in. So that's super, super, super important to be aware of. And I think it's a beautiful thing as well. Mm. And I also loved that you mentioned this thing of don't ask everyone for advice. Yeah. (laughs) And also like, don't just ask everyone because like asking everyone is like an unrealistic thing, but like ask the right people and ask the Mm. people that you feel really, really good about and that you know that will give you good and positive, but also constructive feedback. Like it's no, there's no good in just people saying, yeah, everything's nice and da, 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 da. You want people to also be honest and say like, yeah, well, that has some potential to be improved. But just really being mindful about the people that you communicate. And also what I love that you were saying is like, get yourself a little small business buddy. And mm-hmm. that's actually something I've been doing, which I see immense value in like find yourself a group of people and it's not that hard you can just text people dm people and be like hey maybe we could talk about something and i mean sure you might get a no but in the most cases i've experienced that people are so happy to exchange feedback and like experience so definitely be be more proactive about that is one approach that i've been taking Mm, most of my in real life like best business buddies we became friends initially on instagram which i love you know like it's just a case of we were interacting with each other's content we'd like chat 
Um, one of them, Hannah, invited me to be on her podcast and we just had a really good time and we didn't live that far away from each other. And so now we like chat every day. We like, you know, meet up regularly. So like, you just never know what's going to happen. And I think that's it. Often people are like, well, where do I find these people? But just, yeah, see who you click with online would be my advice. Definitely, definitely. Such good advice. Let's scooch a little bit back to to branding and to your course. Mm. I would love to know, so from the process of building a course, like from the other perspective in a way, what are the things that you have learned along the way? It doesn't have to be all of them because I'm very sure you learned a ton, but what do you think have been like the core lessons from launching a product like a course for you? Great question. Um, I think, so one of the reasons, well, the main reason that I started the course was to sort of help a particular group of people, you know, so small businesses who couldn't afford branding at that point, but also um, a big sort of part of the reason for doing it was to diversify my income. So I didn't want to just be reliant on client work. I wanted to have sort of different ways of working with people. I'm definitely the sort of person who doesn't like to just do one thing. I like to do lots of different things. And so actually like it works really well for me to have like client work, the podcast, courses. Like I find the whole process of creating the course really creative and inspiring. You know, actually there's something really beneficial in like structuring what you know and working out how to teach it. And I found that that's helped me in my own process, but even just in like how I talk about it online, how I share about branding, you know, like doing that work in really like fleshing out the whole process and writing it down yeah, it's just, it's been very helpful for me personally, um, as well as then being able to help other people. But also, yeah, I just like, I, one of my big, I guess one of my values or one of the things that's really important to me in my business is experimenting. And as soon as I sort of changed my mindset to not thinking of things as failures, but thinking of things as experiments, it has honestly just really had a huge impact, you know, like it's given me the courage, the boldness to just try something. And if it doesn't work or it doesn't feel right, I can just be like, oh, okay, that's interesting. You know, that was an interesting experiment. It didn't work quite how expected, but that's fine. Um, You know, I'll move on to the next thing. And now this, you know, here's what I've learned from that experience. And it's made it less about me. You know, we all, I think the temptation for all of us is to tie our worth and our value to our work. And it's just really helped me. I mean, I'm not perfect at this. I still definitely do that, but it's helped me to separate those things a bit more and think about things a bit more from sort of like a data perspective, which is not very me. I'm a very emotional person, but you know, when you think about it in that way, you can be like, okay, this is interesting information. You know, this is what it means going forward. It's not actually actually about me as a person. So um, I'm not sure if that answers your question, but those are a few thoughts on the launching the course thing. (laughs) Yeah, super interesting. I love that you mentioned this curiosity and playfulness about Mm. exploring how different things work and not being so, oh, this didn't work. I'm worthless. I am useless. I am horrible. But like thinking, oh, okay, maybe if I tweak this one, maybe it will change something. And I, I love like this mindset, I think is so, so valuable. So what would you say could help people to implement that more? I mean, I think one of the main things has just been to do things before I feel ready to do them. Because often if I waited until I was ready, a lot of things, A, wouldn't happen at all or, you know, would happen 
sort of too far down the line, if that makes sense. And so I think that have it like that has helped me to cultivate that experimental kind of attitude. And it's not that's not easy. I've had to really sort of like push myself, you know, like I've had to say yes to opportunities that scared me. I had to, you know, push myself really out of my comfort zone to get something done. And I, like acknowledging that there is privilege in doing that, you know, I was able to take risks sort of financially by not taking on clients for a couple of months while I, you know, create the course, you know, so I, there are, there is a lot of things to factor in. It's, I think sometimes online people are like, you just need to get out of your comfort zone. And that does really annoy me because it's not that simple. And I, and often there's, you know, sort of security and safety that needs to be in place to allow you to do that. So those are sort of privileges that I do have, but I think there's, uh, there's all different ways for different people as to how they can sort of push to the next thing, try something new, you know, like it doesn't have to be as big as stopping client work work for three months to build a course. It could be um, trying a different way of showing up online. You know, maybe you've never done like lives before on Instagram and you and you think, okay, I'm just going to do this as an experiment and th- see, you know, if it has any impact, maybe no one shows up and you can mentally prepare yourself for that. Like when I go live on Instagram, I sort of assume no one's going to show up, but I just think of it like I'm going to record this video that's going to be helpful to people down the line. And if anyone shows up live, then that's a bonus. And, you know, you can, and, and then you can learn from the information of what happened, you know, how do people interact with it afterwards? Is this something that's like helpful for your business? If it isn't and you didn't enjoy it, then you know that and you can think, okay, I'm not going to invest my in- like energy in doing Instagram lives. I'll try something else. And, and sometimes it's not at all to do with like the data and the facts. It's to do with how you feel about it and whether it's aligned for you. So it could be that you try something like that. This has definitely happened to me where I've like tried something because I don't know, everyone else is doing it. And then I thought, oh, no, I didn't enjoy this. It didn't feel aligned for me. So I'm going to find a different way to do this particular, you know, market my business, you know, in a different way or whatever it might be. Yeah, I think that's super valuable. Just kind of figuring out what it is that works for you. Because like you said, nothing will work. Like, (laughs) how do we put this? Not everything will work for everyone. So I have a friend and she has an incredible YouTube channel on illustration and stuff. And it's amazing. And then I have another person who does like amazing email marketing. And then Mm -hmm. I'm like, I I tried YouTube, didn't really work. I tried email. I love that. I still do that. Then I tried a podcast. Love that. Still do that. So it's kind of, you know, just figuring out the things that work and not being hard on yourself for the things that don't work. And like just accepting that maybe it's just not the right time for certain things, but like going with the flow. I think that is one of my all time sort of favorite messages is like, there isn't a one size fits all for business. You know, it's never just because something works for someone else doesn't mean it's going to work for you. We're all so different. Our businesses are different. And I just think that to remember that is huge. And it's the same with branding, you know, surfing back to branding you know, I can give you like guidance on how to build your brand and how to create something that looks good, but ultimately every business is different. And so you as the business owner need to work out, yeah, how you feel comfortable showing up, how you want to like present your business to the world. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I also really want to come back to one thing that you said earlier, which I think there is so much truth in that. And it's become my mantra as well, actually, this do things before you feel ready. Mm, Just do it. And even if it's baby steps, like you were talking about the comfort zone, I think that's so true. Like you can't just, some people can't just quit their job and 
do what yeah. they love because like yeah. it doesn't work like that. And you really need to figure out which steps work for you. And those can be tiny baby steps, but as long as you're moving and thinking about what you can do, I think that is a really good way to create momentum to then create bigger changes as well once they become available. Yeah, absolutely. I think those small steps are key. And like, yeah, like you said, it doesn't have to be anything really dramatic. It can just be a little tweak to how you show up somewhere or yeah absolutely the small steps the small steps build up and and really make bigger impact mm, definitely the momentum is absolutely there once mm. you start making small changes and then i have one kind of lastish question so we talked a lot about the past and about you know what you've done what you're kind of where you're at now and so I think it would be super interesting to talk a bit about the future and about the outlook and I know you were saying that you love doing different things and doing a podcast and courses and Instagram and branding and clients what is the like vision for where you want to go do you have any ideas of stuff you want to do what do you see for yourself in the future oh this is such a good question um okay well I actually feel like some of the things that I've been working on recently are really aligned for my business. And so for me, I've been, you know, I've been thinking about my goals for 2023 and a big part of it is doing more of the same. So for example, the podcast, like I just love the podcast. It's something, you know, it's, it sort of ticks all the boxes for me in that it lines up really well with my values. It genuinely like helps the people that I'm trying to serve, but I really enjoy doing it. So it's kind of like a win, win, win for me. So I would love to grow that bigger to be able to have more impact. Like I'd love to be able to do an in-person event around the podcast would be really fun. And then I guess sort of other things, like one of the things that feels a bit out of my comfort zone, but I think is the sort of next area that I want to push a bit more is to do more speaking kind of stuff. So yeah, guests like this, you know, being guests on other people's podcasts, but also maybe um, in-person events. So speaking at events, um, I did a, so last year I did a recorded session. So it wasn't live, which I was actually very grateful for, but for Adobe Max, which is like their big creative conference. And that was definitely, you know, like a step out of my comfort zone, but I I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So I think that's sort of an area that I'd love to push into and move things forward. I love my client work. I love the podcast, you know, keeping those things going, but yeah, a new avenue to explore and push myself into. That sounds beautiful. And I think it makes so much sense that if you've found things that work, you know, you don't have to change things all the time. You can just no, continue yeah. growing the ones that work really well for you. I think mm. that is super beautiful. So that brings us to the end. I'm quite sad, actually. I loved our <laughs> conversation. There were so many good things in there. I'm sure everyone listening is super happy and super inspired right now. So thank you so, so, so much. I will link everything about you, your Instagram, your course, maybe for next year down below. <laughs> and just a big, big thank you for being here on the show. Thank you so much for having me it's been so nice talking to you i really hope that you enjoyed this episode just as much as i did while talking to liz i think she is such an inspiring person and yeah i just hope you got some little nuggets of things of inspiration of knowledge from the things that she said here and there as always i would absolutely appreciate if you could dm me some feedback you can write me an email as well and just let me know how you liked today's episode if you'd like to see me with other guests in the future which ones you 
you'd absolutely love to see. I would definitely be down to trying to get your favorite guests on the show. And that is all from my side. Wishing you the most wonderful day, sending you the biggest hug and see you all next time. Bye.